relationship has deteriorated in recent weeks after the president endorsed his 2018 primary challenger, Kelly Ward. On Sunday, Flake also voiced skepticism about the idea that Congress might barter with Trump to get him to leave the DACA program intact by funding his much-desired border wall. If he's talking about a solitary brick-and-mortar 2,000-mile edifice on the border, then no, nobody ought to support that, Flake said. Flake is not the only member of Congress attempting to stand in between the president and the DACA program. Those urging the president to let DACA survive include House Speaker Paul D. Ryan, Republican Wisconsin, and conservative senators like Orrin G. Hatch, Republican Utah, who have implored Trump to give Congress a chance to address the program in law. Tackling immigration is not easy for Congress, where many conservatives argue that more must be done to secure the border before addressing programs to streamline entry for immigrants or legalize the undocumented. Previous efforts to combine immigration and border enforcement initiatives have failed even when Democrats had congressional majorities. Still, the sympathetic cases of DACA recipients have inspired lawmakers from various corners of Congress to sponsor legislation to legalize their status. Their support raises the possibility that a handful of Republicans could join congressional Democrats to get a bill over the finish line. But Conway suggested that even growing sympathy for DACA recipients, including Trump's own sympathies, would not change his mind about ending the program. I do want to remind everyone that President Trump was able to take issues that were languishing in low single digits, if not an asterisk in the polls in terms of what's most important to you, trade, illegal immigration, and he was able to expand them into an entire message of fairness, Conway said. Seoul tries to ignore Trump's criticism. They worry he's kind of nuts, one observer says, by Anna Fifield, in the Washington Post Asia and Pacific section. I'm Sam Scholl. South Korea's president tried late Sunday to dismiss talk of a dispute between Seoul and Washington over how to deal with North Korea following its sixth nuclear test after President Trump criticized the South Korean approach as appeasement. Moon Jae-in's office said that his government would continue to work towards peaceful denuclearization after tweets and actions from Trump that have left South Koreans scratching their heads at why the American president is attacking an ally at such a sensitive time. As if to underline Seoul's willingness to be tough, the South Korean military conducted bombing drills at dawn Monday, practicing ballistic missile strikes on the North Korean nuclear test site at Pyongyang-ri. The South Korean military calculated the distance to the site and practiced having F-15 jet fighters accurately hit the target, the Joint Chiefs of Staff said Monday morning. This drill was conducted to send a strong warning to North Korea for its sixth nuclear test, it said. After North Korea conducted its nuclear test Sunday, Trump tweeted, South Korea is finding, as I have told them, that their talk of appeasement with North Korea will not work. They only understand one thing. Trump did not talk to Moon on the phone Sunday, in stark contrast to the two calls he had with Shinzo Abe, the Prime Minister of Japan, and a leader who has proven much more willing to agree with his American counterpart. This will worsen anxieties in Seoul that Tokyo is seen as the favorite ally, analysts said. Moon, who was elected in May, advocated engagement with North Korea, but has also acknowledged the need for pressure to bring the Pyongyang regime back to talks. He has also come around to an agreement between his predecessor and the U.S. military to deploy an anti-missile system in South Korea. Trump's tweet was widely reported across South Korean media, and Moon's office responded to the tweet with a measured statement Sunday night. South Korea is a country that experienced a fratricidal war. The destruction of war should not be repeated in this land, it said. We will not give up and will continue to push for the denuclearization of the Korean peninsula through peaceful means working together with our allies. 
Trump's Twitter jab came amid news that the U.S. president has instructed advisors to prepare to withdraw from a free trade agreement with South Korea, a move that is resolutely opposed by South Korea and one that would undermine the two countries' economic alliance. Analysts said Trump's actions were puzzling. It's strange to see Trump going after South Korea more aggressively than he's going after China, especially since China also thinks that dialogue is central to solving this problem, said John Delury, a professor of international relations at Yonsei University in Seoul. In an earlier tweet, Trump had said that China was trying to help, although he added it was with little success. Delury said that the passive-aggressive tone of Trump's tweets suggested that Moon had been standing up to the American president during their previous phone calls. They spoke Friday after North Korea sent a missile over Japan. It sounds like Moon is saying, we're going to have to talk to these guys, which is true, and Trump is frustrated, Delury said, noting that the latest tweet seemed to address Moon directly.